Okay, welcome to the prayer experience. It's the first day of the 10th month of 2022. And we just want to thank the Lord for his faithfulness upon our lives, how he's blessed us. And here we are, three more months to go in 2022. I'm expecting great things. I'm expecting harvest. I'm expecting the blessings of God. Are you? That's why we're on the prayer experience. Please, can you share this video right now? Let family and friends know it's time to pray. Remember, the prayer experience comes to you every day, Monday to Friday, 1 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 2 p.m., UK local time. Also, do us a favor, subscribe to the Daily Talks media channel, especially on YouTube. We're glad to see that number rising, but we need more. We need more subscribers. We need more people to shout it aloud on the rooftop that it's time to pray. Also, connect with us real time right now. We've got members of the Prayer Experience community, members of the Prayer Experience team that are online right now. If you leave a prayer request, they will see it. If you leave a praise report, they will see it. Also, anything you want to say, feel free to say it. As long as it's edifying and builds up one another, feel free to leave your comment. Also, please, we've got the Prayer Experience hotline that is available right there on the screen. You can write that number down, pass it on to somebody or maybe yourself. You need someone to pray with you, agree with you concerning anything. Call that number and there'll be somebody there to pray with you. I like to say happy Independence Day to all Nigerians home and abroad. We have quite a healthy contingent on the prayer experience community, people from Nigeria who pray with us. And today is 62 Independence Day anniversary. We continue to pray that that nation will excel and that nation will come out of the woodworks, come out of the darkness and come into the light of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. On that note, we go into Thanksgiving. And our scripture for Thanksgiving today is taken from Psalm 139 verse 14. I will give thanks and praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. Wonderful are God, God's works. You want to know what the work of God looks like? Look at yourself in the mirror. You're created by God, made in the image of God. That's who he has made. You are fearfully, you're wonderfully made. Not just the physical attribute that you see in the mirror, but spiritually. For many of us who have been born again, who have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, for many of God, many of us who have had a change of life. You know, yesterday I was sharing with a young man and I said to him, I know a lot of people who've been like you, who've been in the darkness like you, who've lived the kind of life you've lived. And I've seen them come to Jesus. I've seen Jesus transform their lives. And, and that's the story we've got as Christians and as believers. I want us right now, let's give thanks to God for what he has made of our lives, what he has done in our lives, our redemption, the forgiveness of sins, the outpouring of his grace and glory upon our lives. The fact that amazing grace, how sweet it really sounds. We were once lost, but now we've been found. We were blind, but now we can see. Father, we thank you. Join me wherever you are and let's give thanks to the almighty God. Father, we want to say 
thank you. Thank you for your mercies. People like us who, you know, we don't deserve to be redeemed, but you redeemed us nonetheless. Some of us were lost in darkness, but you brought us into the marvelous light of your son. Thank you. Irrespective of our sins, irrespective of our iniquities, irrespective of our wrongdoings, you washed us by your precious blood. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things passed away and we're all new creations now. Thank you. Thank you that all things have become new and this is who we've been made. We are fearfully and wonderfully made and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's move on right now and we go into uh, the inspired word. And the word I want to share with us today is hope in unprecedented times. You look across our world today, so much seems to be happening all over the place. And recently we had a new government installed in the United Kingdom and the new budget was brought out. And look at where we are right now. The cost of living gone up. And uh, the government had to step in and put a cap on energy bills to about £2,500, you know, for each household. And so many people are still saying, we can't even afford to turn the heating on. We can't afford to turn uh, uh, the the boiler on. We can't afford. We'll have to just sleep in the cold. And we're entering into the winter months. These are unprecedented times. You look at Ukraine and Russia, we'll be praying about that right now. Russia has annexed four regions from Ukraine and saying that in a sham election to say this is this is now our territory and if you try to uh, stop stop us we'll come against you threatening even nuclear weapons to be used these are unprecedented times look across our world North Korea this week that that is just uh, going has tested more missiles and we're looking at that and saying what's going on all across our world. These are unprecedented times. But look at this scripture in the book of Romans chapter 15, verse 4. It says, for whatsoever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures, we may have hope. Hope is only available through the word of God. You see, if you read the news, you'll be depressed. If you listen to other people, you will lose heart. You will be filled with fear. But if we get into the word of God, hope will be resuscitated in our heart. We'll read stories of nations and peoples and communities that have gone through what we think we're going through today. And by trusting in the Lord, God brought them through. God gave them salvation. God gave them deliverance. The scriptures are there for our learning. The scriptures are there for our inspiration. They're not there for us to put in the top shelf and say, wow, that's a memoir. That's a relic of the Bible that my great-grandfather used, and, and I treasure it, and it's a family treasure. No, that's not what the Bible is for. The Bible is to be read. The scriptures are to be read. The Word of God is to be read. And as you read the Word, hope comes alive in your heart. Brothers and sisters, I want to challenge us that the darker the world uh, becomes, the more we should engage the word of God. It's in the word of God that we find hope. We find faith. We find assurance. Hebrews chapter 11 talk about heroes of faith. People who went through difficult times, challenging times. 
but they trusted in God. They believed in the Lord and God saw them through. How are you feeling today? What is your state of mind today? I want to challenge you. Get into the word of God. We've got 90 days or more before the end of 2022. Why don't you commit to reading at least a chapter every day? That will be 90 chapters of the scripture. Start anywhere. Read anywhere. I, I challenge you. Read any part of the Bible. You'll find hope there. You'll find assurance there. You'll find promises of God to heal, promises of God to deliver, promises of God to set you free, promises of God to give you joy even in the most uh, difficult of season. That's my word for us today. Will we commit ourselves to the word of God? And say, so the more the world is full of darkness, the more I'll get into the word. Let's have a moment of reflection and let's think about what I just shared. And I want us to pray and make a commitment, make a commitment to say, Lord, I'll get into the word more than ever before. There is hope in your word. There is life in your word. The Bible says the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible says in the word of God, it says, fear not, neither be thou dismayed, for I am your God and I will be with you. You find so many scriptures like that. So many, so many scriptures like that. Arise and shine, your light is come. Darkness can cover the earth and gross darkness the people. He said, but the Lord will arise upon you. So many promises, so many promises. Promises to heal, promises to save, promises to deliver. Father, we just want to thank you for your word, for the written word, the logos of the word of God that has been made available unto us. Thank you because you have not left us without a witness. You even promised in your word that you will not leave us as orphans, that you will send to us the Holy Spirit who will walk this journey with us, who will be with us in our, in our time of distress. That when we feel alone, you're there with us. That when, we, when we're in despair, you're there with us. That when we think we don't have anything, you said you will pro provide and supply every need according to your uh, riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You even said you are our shepherd and we will not want. Your word is there to give us joy, to give us assurance, to give us confidence, to give us hope for tomorrow. That we can go to bed tonight and wake up in the morning knowing that tomorrow holds better things for us because the part of the just is as the light that shines, it shines brighter and brighter even onto the perfect day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for that which you have spoken in our direction. Lord, I want to pray for every one of us, especially in the prayer experience community, as we stand in the place of intercession, that, Lord, you will revive within us hope. You revive expectation that you, God, you are still God. You're still the governor of the nations irrespective of what's going on in the United Kingdom, in France, in Italy, in, 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 in Switzerland, in, in Russia, across the world, across Europe, across Canada, United States, irrespective of anything going on, that we can dig in, dig into your word and dig in into the place where we know we are standing firm on your word and, and, and upon that solid rock of your word, every other ground, is sinking sand. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. In that same vein, I want us to pray for the church. Look at this scripture in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. It says, For behold, 
darkness covers the earth and take darkness over the peoples but the lord will rise upon you his glory will appear upon you i want us to pray for the church pray for the body of christ that god you said in your word you will rise upon your people and your glory will be seen upon your people do what you have promised to do do what you have spoken in your word that you will do we pray that the church will embrace this prophetic word that has gone ahead of us from prophet isaiah because we are god's people that he says irrespective of the darkness he will arise upon us his glory will be seen upon us there are many in the church many christians right now who are at the verge of giving up lord we want to pray for them that you will revive hope within them that you will stir up courage to face the day courage to face that exam courage to face that joblessness courage to face that financial lack courage to face that distress in their marriage in their relationship courage to be able to wake up in the morning and say i'm not giving up greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world we want to pray in the name of jesus for the church that lord you will arise upon your people we we'll pray for the church in philippines the church in iran the church in india the church in nigeria the church across africa the body of christ worldwide we even remember the church in brazil argentina cuba we pray father across south america lord all over the world your people lord still live in the same environment where there's so much pain so much darkness so much distress but we ask you said in your word that you will arise upon your church show your power show your glory rise up on behalf of your people put your hand upon pastors and leaders who are discouraged right now who are about giving up lord people who are about walking away from the ministry people who are about closing down the church closing down the mission field that they are involved in lord arise upon them revive hope within them revive strength within them revive strength within them father do it in your mighty name in your powerful name in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen i want us to pray for the nation and people in our world today who don't know jesus the clock is ticking tiktok tiktok we say it on prayer experience every single day that passes is shutting whatever is left jesus is coming back again this world is going to come to an end god is only waiting for the precious fruit of the earth to come in but there are still many people walking in darkness many people who are oblivious of the danger that lies ahead many people who just live day to day without the knowledge of god look at how the scripture describes these people in ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18 it says their minds are full of darkness they wander far from the life god gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him you know people like that i know people like that but god still loves them god loves them i want us to pray that their hardened hearts those hardened minds will become softened by the spirit of god he said their minds are full of darkness pray that life will flood into those minds pray that the glory of god will flood into those hearts in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ pray for people in your nation 
Those of you in Pakistan, pray for them. Pray for them in India. Pray for them in the Philippines. Pray for them in Iran. Pray for them in Iraq. Pray for them across the world. Whichever nation you are in right now, Australia, the United States, Canada, pray for people in your nation that don't know the Lord yet. Intercede and stand in the gap. You know, yesterday, a young man gave his life to the Lord. And something said to me, this young man has a praying parent, either a mother or a grandmother, somebody in the family who is praying for him because the circumstance that led to him coming into church yesterday and giving his life to the Lord, I knew there was somebody in his family praying for him. And he told me, he said, I've got a grandmother and she's a prayer warrior. And, she, and I know she's been praying for me. Let us pray right now for people in our families, our loved ones, our spouses, our children, our aunties and uncles. I don't know the Lord yet. This is the time in the privacy of your home. Mention their name and say, Lord God Almighty, break the hold of this darkness over the minds of uncle so-and-so, auntie so-and-so, that my cousin who doesn't know you and doesn't want to come to church, doesn't want to have anything to do with Christianity. Break the hardness of heart. Lord, we pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We intercede for people in our homes. We intercede for family members. We intercede for loved ones. Some of us even have a husband or a wife who is not even saved, Lord. Will you pour your light into the darkness of their minds? Pour your light into the darkness of their minds, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Remove the unbelief. Remove the doubt. Remove the resistance to the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus. That as we stand in continuous intercession for these people, circumstances will be arranged, events will be arranged, situations will be arranged for them to be at the right place at the right time where someone will speak to them about Jesus. Somebody will speak to them about the Lord and they will open their heart and they will receive him and they will be saved in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we refuse to give up. The enemy wants us to give up, but we do refuse to give up in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray amen and amen. I want us quickly to pray for Iran and the Middle East. Just pray with me. Look at that scripture. God overlooks people's ignorance about these things in earlier times, but now he commands everyone everywhere to repent of their sins and turn to him. I want us to pray for the people of Iran. I don't know Jesus yet. People in Afghanistan, people in Oman, people in Yemen, people across the Middle East. Can you pray with me that the veil of religion will be removed, that the veil of culture will be removed, the veil of tradition will be removed. Remember, Jesus died for every single human being on planet Earth. And right now we're told that there are seven billion people upon the Earth. I don't know the percentage of those who know Jesus yet. But there must be huge millions and millions of people across the world who don't know the Lord. But I want us to focus on the Middle East and say, Lord, will you unveil, unveil yourself to them, even, even if it's in dreams, in visions, in revelations. Do it, Lord. Do it, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will bring them to the place of repentance 
that they will come to the place of repentance. You know, the times of ignorance, Lord, you winked at it, you overlooked it, but now you command every man everywhere, every man everywhere to repent and turn to you. Let that be in the name of Jesus. Lord, even in Kuwait, places like Kuwait, in the name of Jesus, places like Qatar, in the name of Jesus, places like Saudi Arabia, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we've had stories of people who in the night saw visions of Jesus speaking to them. Some of these places, Christians can't even go in there because they'll be martyred. We pray that where human, human ability stops, Lord, you will invade those places in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. My heart also goes to the people of Ukraine and Russia. And I want us to pray that peace will return to that region. Irrespective of what Putin does or doesn't do, Lord, you have the power to step in. Look at that scripture. Say, turn away from evil, do good, search for peace, and work to maintain it. Search for peace. I want us to pray for peace over Ukraine and Russia. Children of God, just speak peace over that region. Keep, keep mounting that prayer pressure over that situation and and who knows who knows who knows who knows uh, who knows who knows as we pray that the hearts of the people who just love this war to continue their hearts will be turned and they will begin to search for peace uh, lord we pray over ukraine we pray over russia right now in the name of jesus lord that you will turn the hearts of putin in the name of jesus and his cabinet and the people around him and, and other people who are benefiting from these uh, uh, violence and atrocities going on in that region at this time, Lord. We speak peace over that region in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. We also pray for President Zelensky in, in, in Ukraine, Lord. Give him such wisdom that he will know what to say and how to do and kind of bring all parties back to the table where they can discuss and seek the power of peace on behalf of their people. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Finally, prayers for healing. And I want us to pray. Look at the scripture. It said, the prayer of faith will save the sick. I love that. You know, how this said all. It says, the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. The Lord will raise him up. And in case he has committed any sins, he'll be forgiven. Even if you're there, you're thinking, I've done bad things. That's why this is on me. God says, I want to heal you. And by the way, just so you know, if you've committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Put those prayer requests on. If you know somebody or yourself and you're unwell in your body, put it up, uh, down in the comment section. I have intercessors who are out there who will be praying. And you know, the Bible says one, which is a thousand, and two, which is 10,000. As together we pray that cancer is healed in the name of Jesus. That tuberculosis is healed in the name of Jesus. That tumor is healed from the root in the mighty name of Jesus. That eye pain, we command it to be healed in the name of Jesus. That ear problem, we command the power of God to flow into your ears and bring healing in the name of Jesus. All through your body, wherever it is that you've got that pain, that infirmity, even people struggling with their mental health, we pray in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, healing and health, healing and health, 
healing and health, a healing and a cure by the power and the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And Lord, we believe that we receive. We believe that we receive. Again, Lord, we declare that we believe that we receive on behalf of everyone right now who is unwell in their body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. We give you praise. We honor you. We thank you because you are a prayer answering God. You not only hear them, but you answer them. And in great and mighty things that you will demonstrate your power to show that there is no one like you, none compares to you. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We honor your name forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say massive thank you to everyone who's been part of this prayer experience. Also, massive thank you to those people who are not able to join the live video, but they are able to get on the podcast and they are able to listen to the audio version and pray with us. You know, the other day I was checking the number of people who would have listened, how many times they have listened to the uh, podcast, the audio podcast, and it's beyond 5,000 even as we speak. We give God all of the praise. We thank him for what he's doing. Through this little seed of ours, we pray that great acorns of great manifestation of God's powers released into lives and families. We're going to be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. It's the prayer experience weekend and it's on tomorrow. We'll see you. God bless you. Bye-bye.